Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey everybody, welcome to Reading Your Bible in a Year on Undying Light. I am your host, Pastor Alex, and here is the recap, if you would, for your week eight and looking forward to week nine. So week eight, uh, fairly straightforward. We're working through the book of Numbers, so there's a lot of text here that deals with numbers. There's a lot of text that deals with the the size of Israel and the size of the different tribes and the things that these tribes are doing. And so you would have started in chapters five and six last Saturday, or uh, it would be Sunday, my apologies, last Sunday. And then you would have worked yourself through numbers chapter seven, all the way up to 20. However, there was a screwball thrown in there on uh, Thursday, you would have read Psalm 90. So that's the kind of curveball. This week, straightforward, you're going to pick up numbers 21, you're going to read all the way through 36. So it's kind of take a look at what you will read in the coming weeks and uh, just kind of get you some heads up of some of this content that's going to happen and see if anything really sticks out at me. So there's going to be some conquests here. Arad is destroyed. And so these will be the king. Uh, he's the king of the Canaanites. And so Israel goes to fight. You'll see this bronze serpent uh, in the first few verses there from four through nine. Uh, and then you'll move on down to King Shahom, defeated. Uh, that starts at verse 21. And then you got King Og defeated at the end of chapter 21. So you've got a lot of uh, conquests and victories here from Israel. So you get a little bit of action. So it's not just completely dry reading. So you get a little bit of some you know action going on. Uh, Balak summons Balaam to kick off 22. And then you've got uh, the donkey and the angel. This is a really fun passage uh, in chapter 22. So pay attention to this. It starts with verse 22 and goes all the way to the end of the chapter. And uh, Balaam's donkey speaks, and it's a really good conversation. It's just kind of one of those that really stands out in the biblical text. And a lot of naysayers, a lot of uh, atheists like to talk about how that it's impossible for a donkey to be talking. So just read through this and ponder it a few times. Um, I really just enjoy this passage when I come through it. 
And uh, I often like to revisit it a few times a year just because of its kind of richness and uniqueness to Scripture. So there's the talking donkey. Then you're going to see Balaam's first oracle in chapter 23 and his second oracle. And then the third oracle to kick off 24, the fourth oracle to finish 24. And then you'll have Baal worship at Peor. Uh, And then you've got 26, the census of the new generation. Now, again, this is a chapter that's going to be kind of dry. Actually, it's pretty dry, very dry, uh, hard to read and probably would be most likely the easiest to skip chapter in all of uh, the book. But I urge you to just plow through it, take your time. You know, if this is one of those things like uh, that you read only once (laughs) during the day, because 27 is going to be the second chapter you read for that day, and uh, you'll read the daughters of Zelophad. I'm going to butcher that word for you. So if you read that, go ahead and read 27 twice, short um, chapter. It's only 23 verses, uh, but you got Joshua to succeed Moses here. So now Moses is uh, going to be out of the picture soon. So you can, I would, you know, read 26 and just read it. Don't, don't skip through it. Take the challenge. I urge you. I encourage you. I know you can do it. Read 26 and then read 27. And then you get to 28 the next day and you got some offerings. So you got daily offerings, Sabbath offerings, monthly and Passover offerings for the Feast of Weeks. And then you go into 29, you got the offerings for the Feast of Trumpets, the offerings for the Day of Atonement, offerings for the booth, uh, the Feast of Booths. So again, these are pretty tough, dry. They're not tough. They're just dry. Because, for instance, you're going to read here, let's say uh, you're in verse 29 or chapter 29, verse 7. On the 10th day of this seventh month, you shall have a holy convocation and afflict yourselves. You shall do no work, but you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, a pleasing aroma. And then it goes, one bull from the herd, one ram, seven male lambs, a year old. See that they are without blemish and offer a grain offering. It shall be on the fine flour mixed with oil, three tenths of an ephah for the bull, two tenths for the one ram, and so on and so forth. And then you get down here to verse 20, the offering of the feast. You got on the third day, offer 11 bulls, two rams, 14 male lambs, a year without blemish and with the grain offerings and the drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs. Again, you're not having to do, you know, these deep theological studies and trying to exegete the text and write sermon series or essays on them. Just read it. It, it. It's interesting because a lot of this stuff kind of builds what Israel becomes when you get to the time of Jesus. And so I do urge all of these because you have to understand the Old Testament to really see the New Testament just blossom in all of its glory. So just just take it on and read the driest of dry because once we get out of numbers and once we get kind of out of the Torah itself, we will really see some of the passages just really light up and you'll get a lot of just wonderful, wonderful text. And so, you know, I do definitely encourage it. We do have a couple, probably looks like a week and a half or so in Deuteronomy. And then, but Deuteronomy is a fun t- chapter, fun book, if you would. Um, because you'll see kind of the reestablishment of the law and then you see the passing of the torch from Moses to Joshua. Uh, and then you go right into Joshua and you get a lot of those conquests type uh, readings and a lot of the victories and, and defeats with Israel. And then you go right into Judges and the, I love the story of the Judges. And then you go right into, uh, you'll have Ruth for one day and then you've got Sam, uh, 1 Samuel and then you'll just mix in a whole bunch of Psalms as you're reading through uh, 
Samuel and Chronicles and uh, Second Samuel and all so on and so forth. So you'll get a you know those are going to be the tough ones to decipher, and we'll probably take those and talk about those each day. And as always, in the show notes below, I list uh, I list them week eight and the 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 number that here you'll see like. 56 that's the 56th day of the month it's just or the 56th day of reading so they just kind of go in order so like this would be uh sunday would be 56 then monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday so they all fall into line that way so so i always have them you know sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday um and then friday and saturday so check those out and you know that way you can decipher it and as those come i might list them uh, vertically, so that way they're easy to easier to break down, um, especially when we get into the mixture of uh, all of those psalms in there. And then once you get out of the, um, you know, that portion of the Old Testament, and you start reading some of the prophets, it kind of levels itself out a little bit better. And then you will get uh, obviously into the New Testament, things are you know a little bit more straight and coherent. So, anyway, moving on. Chapter thirty has men and vows, women and vows. Vengeance, uh, the Vengeance on Midian in 31, and then that's a long chapter there, but fun to read. Uh, Rubian and Gad settled in Galad. And then you've got, uh, again, some you know, some tough reading, but it's uh, certainly worth the time. Recounting Israel's journey in chapter 33, the driving out of the inhabitants, the boundaries uh, of the land, and then the last two chapters you will read, Cities for the Levites, Cities for Refuge, Marriage of Female Heirs, and then you are done with numbers. So this is the week we conclude it, and then we will kick back and start Deuteronomy on week 10. So we're moving right through it. So this is the last week in numbers, so I urge you to you know, spend the time and enjoy it and, and ponder these texts and you know, just kind of think about it and just dwell in it and allow it to resonate in your mind. Read them in the morning really quick. Read them at night before you go to bed. That way you can get those uh, you can get twice a day at looking at them. You know, if you uh, kind of always on the go, then, you know, put, uh, get download logos on your phone and get the Bible app and then listen to them and it reads it to you. And so you could just sit there and listen to it being read to you. And you could do that two or three times because it moves, you know, relatively quick and they only take about 10 or so minutes to go through a day's reading. And so I, I urge you to spend a few times doing that. You know, maybe have a physical copy that you read at night and then just read it to or listen to it two or three times in the morning. That's a great way to do it, but I, I definitely always encourage everybody to take a lot of these texts, especially the Old Testament, because it's one of the most underappreciated and underutilized portions of the Bible in the Protestant church, just because people are so scared of it. And it's not that there's anything to be scared here. We're seeing the history of Israel unfold, and we're just seeing Israel being established. This has never been done before by these people, and so God is using this time to uh, con- uh, contract and build out these laws and these as- rules and establishments of way of life. So spend the time and read through it. So that's going to be it for today. Again, no exegetical deep dives, but do spend some time reading about uh, the Balaam and his donkey. It's a fun passage. So until next week, make sure you check out Wednesday's show as we are working through social media and the dangers of pulling your theology from social media. And then we'll talk about uh, Matthew in the Olivet Discourse on Friday. And we'll be back next Saturday with Reading Your Bible in a Year and looking at week 10. Have a great week, guys. God bless.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.